This is as groovy as it gets. Oprah, can you hear me? Oprah vs. Donald 2020 is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and a production of EI Alliance. Copyright 2020. America is courtesy of New Threads off their album, Felonious Wilma. Julie, this is Susan. Hey, Susan, and here we are <laughs> back for part two. This is part two of our presidential press conferences podcast. <laughs> that sounds so political, it makes me laugh <laughs> because it's not political at all. And I'm really excited just to drill down into how the 12 principles in our book, Donald J. Trump, do you stand with him? Who does he stand with? The science and energy behind Trump. Which, you know, you want to support us in this podcast as we're social distancing from each other and we're all out there in this together. Go on Amazon, download the ebook. It's also in How Trump Wins and it's a really cool vibration of information. That's my opinion, right? <laughs> well, mine too. I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I agree and, with you. You know, I, I have to say something um, that tags on a little bit from what we were discussing in part one. And what I have to say is um, I found some, you know, you can troll because now you got a lot of time to troll social media and look around and try to pull out whatever the information is that resonates with you, whatever doesn't go whatever, down whatever rabbit holes you want to or not. And I saw, and I'm going to be a little vague here because I'm just going to say it like this. And I saw some, you know, really angry posts against some, you know, past chairman of one of the computer companies out there. And everybody probably knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> and I thought, wow, isn't this interesting? And isn't this interesting what the comments are? And isn't this interesting at you know, if you really look and who knows, who knows who's really, you know, has an account and who's really saying stuff and, and, you know, but if you take it all with a grain of salt and I thought, huh, this is interesting. I didn't form any opinion. And then I saw some other things and I see some other videos and I see some other stuff. And it's funny because, you know, there's that old saying is whatever, where your attention goes, you know, that's where the energy kind of, you know, your energy goes, your attention and so then last night, it was really funny. I just happened to turn on one of the news stations and they had a broadcast that had a story based in this same person and how he predicted all this and how great he was. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. And so there was, you know, the good and the bad. There was the plus and the minus. There was the both sides. And so, you know, the real basis of everything, I think, and, and what we said a bit in the first one was, you know, what is it that you're believing? What is it that you're telling yourself? What are you being told? And what is it that you're believing? And why is that so? So, and I, and I thought, and just, and I want to refer to the, the news because, you know, we know what happens in the presidential press conferences. There's mm -hmm. a lot of news reporters there and we know what President Trump's reaction and what his comments are. And, you know, if you listen to stuff differently, which I think, you know, you think differently, you listen to things differently, you find something different in the message. Well, I think the difference at least in my definition, because someone would say, what, what do you mean, listen differently? What, what does that mean? And I think in doing that, first of all, you lose any bias and, and you be open because then as we know, what you hear is going to reflect upon what you think anyways. 
We know that that's how it works, that what you hear Mm -hmm. is a reflection of what you think. I mean, do you ever have a conversation with somebody and you, and you, um, and there they think everyone's cheating them. And, and, and so therefore everybody they talk about is cheating. And then they look at you and no matter Mm -hmm. what you say, you're that you're cheating, Mm -hmm. either cheating them or they're cheating you because that's all they hear. And so that's, everything's going to be tainted. It's like the rose colored glasses or the, you know, the dark colored glasses. You're going to see everything through dark, you know, and, and it's actually taking off all glasses and, and just seeing things and, uh, especially with what you're talking about, it's how you see it is going to be indicative of a belief that you have. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, that's why we, we all hear things differently. And I, what I hear, even our conversation, and this has happened to me so many times that I have a conversation and what I get and say, what was discussed and what I took away from it. Sometimes it's nothing like anyone else has. And I think, Mm. I think that's the beginning is understanding because then, then I leave and I hear someone else say, oh, this is what occurred and this is how it went. And sometimes I sit and say, wow, did I miss my, my reaction is, did I miss something? Did something happen? Right. Was I, you know, thinking about dinner tonight or <laughs> and somebody said something and I was, you know, because I mean, I think the average person and I always say I'm just the average person thinks that way. And then you start doubting what you hear because right. we, t- we talk a lot about the principles in the book and and I'm realizing that to be able to fully access them and empower yourself you really kind of got to come like with a clean slate and yes. and that cannot be understated that can mm. you you are overstated you can never overstate that um <laughs> Hey, Susan, do you remember when Trump meant you throwing down one of those special cards in the oh, game of yeah. whist? Yep, I do. <laughs> now it takes on a whole new meaning, huh? It does. And so in our Trump book that we wrote, How Trump Wins, we really look at the cool aspect of the energy, all personalities aside. Mm-hmm. And that's something that nobody else does. But we did. And it's actually kind of interesting. How Trump Wins on Amazon. Get the scoop on the energy with us. If you are having fun listening to us, you can email us at energeticinvocations at gmail.com. If you want us to do a book reading, to come out and do a talk, it would be both me and Julie, and we're in the Boston area. Unless you want to pay expenses, energeticinvocations at gmail.com. Feel free to email us. We're here. Right. Because... and and. Right. The personal thing is really important, too, because if you're taking everything personally and you're responding to everything personally, and I mean, that's one of the basic, basic levels of it, mm. then you're just going to you know, absorb everything personally and you get into emotions. And, and you know, it's funny because you sent me a link the other day to uh, Socrates. There's a new, there's a, you know, <laughs> and we're not going to go into it because we're also, we, you know, we, we add science energy and really we have to enter philosophy into it as well i mean we look at cosmology we look at you know you know everything but we do have to enter philosophy into it and you know that what you sent me was uh you know talk about socrates and socrates went and talked to every person in the marketplace that's what they were saying he did back in the day he'd go to the acropolis where everybody they were all the markets and he would go and talk to the average person and he could convince Mm. them 
that whatever they thought was absolutely this is the way things are, he could not convince them by saying the opposite, but just by questioning them. And they'd be like, you know, he'd say the average person could come to the same conclusion. Right. And it's funny you mentioned that because I was going to mention that because (laughs) what I was going to mention about it was that, you know, I watched the Socrates one. And then, of course, I read the little description and I read the commentary and it actually dissed it. Yes, it did. And I thought, how funny is that? Because once, you know, it's philosophy. (laughs) And it was really kind of funny because if you, if I read it first, you know, uh, generically, but I like to absorb things the way I want, not take opinions. But if I read it generically, I might've said, eh, this doesn't sound so great. Yeah. Cause you know, it was probably written by an expert that says, you know, wait a second, you simplified this. (laughs) Right. It was too simple. You didn't do it it justice. Exactly. And the comments about it were, you know, there were some comments in there about that and about, you know, just the style. And then they started to get a little personal. And I thought, how funny is this? Yet, you know, the the overall statement kind of was, but still, you know, it's useful and pleasant to watch, you know, and, and in that relationship to everything that's occurring, you know, to absorb something. I mean, you can observe something and you decide what to absorb. Mm -hmm. That's really important. When you observe something, you decide what to absorb. And, you know, that I I took that visual that was beautiful about Socrates. I I thought it was actually kind of odd because he went into so much about how ugly, quote unquote, Socrates was. And I thought, who cares? Who cares? What a funny point. <laughs> and, and, you know, it was just so there was a lot of stuff you could take away from that. And I'm not going to walk away thinking, oh, Socrates is ugly. Who cares? <laughs> and, you know, it's like, what is that what I'm going to take? But, you know, to, to just kind of be, you know, neurotically, you know, funny about something or to that degree. And, you know, comparing it and, and thinking about it and just having that ap- access to observing something. And then what I want to absorb for me, at least what, what, and it's always been what resonates with me, then there's something that draws so to some you, truth of who I am. You said one really important thing, really, really important. And I'm sure nobody, or well, maybe they did hear it. You said you decided what you want to absorb. Yep. You decided yep. that is the mm-hmm. key word is decided. We all do that. Mm-hmm. Let's not, let's not, you know, water this down and say oh well julie you have the awareness and so you decided what you wanted to know we all decide what we're going to take from everything and it's and if if you understand what i'm saying and it makes sense to you well now you know you decide so the question becomes Mm -hmm. are you going to decide based on where you want to go or are you going to decide because it's what's easiest? Because let's face it, the, the bully mentality and the herd mentality, it's always easier to just decide to take on what everybody else does. It's, you, you know, the one thing you always say, you know, you say you hate is I'll have what she's having or I'll have what he's having. That's what you <laughs> yeah. always say. Ah, I hate that. It's easy. It's easy our brains are, you know, like to go with whatever is the less uses the least amount of energy and going with what's familiar, going with what everybody else is, is, is going with is easy. It really is easy, but going, I won't even say going against the grain, but saying, you know what, I'm going to think for myself that takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of chutzpah or whatever you want to call it, but really it, you know, there's certain things in my, in my world 
that I think, how could you not? Like, and, mm. you know, I'm going off in a little tangent, but, you know, I, I studied acupuncture. I'm an acupuncturist. And I used to think, like, who would not want to study this? Who would not want to know how to heal? I couldn't understand. How could you not want to know that? And, you know, when I think about this stuff, like, how could you not want to know? I mean, this is really the meat and potatoes of life. And, you know, who knows, in mm. 10, 20 years, I may have another new, how could you not? But when I think about <laughs> it, it's like, you know, even working out, I, I like doing things like how far can I push myself? Not because I'm, I'm beating myself, but how far can I really go? You know, within, within reason, I'm not going to do something, you know, but how much can I push myself? Again, and it comes from a question of, you know, if I'm going to live and I'm going to be in this space, why not make the most of it? That's my own personal mm. little opinion, my own little soliloquy I threw in there. But if you don't do that, then you're making the decision that you're just going to take the easier route. And I mean, that's fine. I'm not judging as saying it's right or wrong, but know that that's what you're doing. Right. Right. And I, I think a lot of the times, you know, you'll hear on our podcast, you and or I and or <laughs> you, you know, often say that's interesting. And, and that's a really important point because we really go to what's interesting right. and why that is. And when you turn around and you ask why, I mean, really, we all wake up in the morning. And if your first thought is, you know, something negative or something about something or some issue or some problem or some something, why are you doing that? And I mean, we could go down many different trails with this. And I, I think what was interesting, again, in the Socrates video that I watched, and this was like a free online video, was, um, and I was excited, I hope you are too, because he had, what, he has yes. Montagna, and Seneca. he has Epicurus, Seneca and he has and... Seneca, yeah, yeah, he has a couple of little short yeah. videos, and they were all free, right. you know, and, and it's a great time to just absorb right. whatever you want, again, right. once, what you said, what you decide. And what I thought was really cool was in the video, he compared, he said Socrates compared thinking to uh, pottery and making a yeah. pot. And and so I'm, I'm just going to direct this a little bit. And this isn't a little, uh, you know, advertisement for me or anything. But one of the stories I'm writing and the new thing that I'm writing actually has someone working on a pottery <laughs> wheel. And I thought, huh. And it's not really something I know about. So I actually, you know, I know a little bit mm -hmm. about and, you know, I have a little bit of an understanding about it. And I thought, that's interesting. Where did that even come from? Because I saw the character doing something. And the reason why I share that is because the, it's a real contemplative uh, set of stories. And so, you know, aligning the thinking part to the potting and the pottery wheel and what was occurring was kind of funny. <laughs> but I just had to share that along that lines. And and, you know, what we're talking about is, is what we're, we are deciding to absorb is immensely important. And, you know, when you can see all this stuff on social media or on news or whatever you want to call it, you hear press conferences. And it's really, you know, it could be very difficult discerning well, from all these different viewpoints. That's when they say all the bots and the Russians and everything else is that mm. the more mm. times you see something, the more likely you're going to believe that it's the the majority's ideology and beliefs. And therefore you jump on the bandwagon because we've been trained to do that. Mm -hmm. We've been trained to, mm -hmm. you know, majorities, this is what everyone says. They must know better. They've done the research. Everyone thinks everybody else has done the research and well, they know better. So I'm just going to go with what they say. 
And that's why, Mm -hmm. you know, even with social media and, you know, it's funny when I think about, it's interesting because we, you know, I started saying it and I'm like, I'm not going to keep saying it because, you know, you, it's one of those things you keep hearing and it's like, oh, stop saying that. It's interesting. And now we have to, because I've put it out there. So that's all they're going to hear. But the reason that I, (laughs) the reason that I say that is because I'm really making a concerted effort not to sway anyone one way or another. Because I can be quite convincing if I choose to, and and I know I can, um, but I don't want to do that because I don't. I'm so aware that I don't know everything. So sometimes I think the right answer might be A, but B ends up being the right answer, and and sometimes, you know, B doesn't even make sense to me. But I shut my mouth and lo and behold, it turns out to be the answer. So I'm trying. So when, and I know you do the same thing. We say it's interesting because we're trying to bring up a different point of view without saying this is what we think you all need to do. And the only thing that we've really been adamant about saying that, that you all need to do is think for you. So The Cabalion by Three Initiates is a really cool book. You can read it and read it again and keep on getting different information. And yet there's always somewhere else to go with The Cabalion. And that's always the question that we have is how do we approach it from a different angle? We came up with a great answer. We put together a book of trivia on The Cabalion. And that is one way that we pushed ourselves into looking at it from a different perspective. Exactly. And so if you're listening to our podcast and you want to go further into more of the energy, you gotta check this ebook out because it will propel you. And it's only pennies. But it's worth so much more because when you get in that space, if you can have something that can take you and send you somewhere else in the energy in a different way, it's priceless. Touche. Hi, Julie here. Susan and I appreciate you listening to our podcast. Did you also know we've written lots of ebooks and books together? Check out the link in our bio. Find us both on Amazon author pages. It's a great experience as a writer to get feedback. And when you can turn around and use that feedback to make something even better, that's pretty cool. Susan and I wrote Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change. So many readers told us it was an intensely energized experience to absorb the book and integrate the work into their own lives to get clarity. Many asked for real examples to help process the energy. That's how Energetic Invocations series a book of vibrational change volumes 1 to 17 with process this was born and the rest is history the journey is yours the energy is yours what are you waiting for it's available in paperback and ebook on amazon yourself get your go do what Mm. you can with you know and and really it's not about judging trump or judging oprah and when we looked at Oprah, we, we mm. really were clear that we were talking about ourselves. And we've made that, you know, when you always say it's about us, the U.S., us. It's not about really the United States. It's about <laughs> us as individuals and mm. looking at what they're doing or not doing, however you see it. And really using that to propel yourself to where you want to be. Right. And, and also using your resources, too, to get there. And we all have resources. I mean, one, one of the funny things that occurred is that when initially all this stuff was going on in Italy, I have some connections on LinkedIn with folks mm-hmm. in Italy. And I just, you know, communicating and, and uh, just about just general things beforehand. And I 
you know, send some messages mm. to some of them. And I said, how's it going? What's going on? Are you okay? Thinking about you. And they really appreciated it. And some of them said, you know, this is what's occurring. And others said, oh, it's, you know, there were different viewpoints. Mm -hmm. And that was more of, of, you know, for me, at least on the level where I was of, okay, you know, this is all heart wrenching. And, you know, there is, you know, tons of of fear pushed into everything that's Mm -hmm. going on, because fear is a control mechanism. And however you want to say that, however you want to see that, I mean, we all take our own challenges. We all have things that we fear and we move through and we challenge ourselves. Yet, you know, for someone else to keep throwing that in your face, I mean, there comes a time when you start to turn it off. So you don't want to have that in your um, face. To that point, we have a friend who is uh, a doctor in Italy. She's uh, a young woman beautiful awesome young woman she stayed at my house she cooked for me at my house and uh, and she's a doctor in Italy and you know my daughter is in touch with her and we did hear you know it is as bad as they say and um and it's horrible what some of the stuff that she as a doctor has had to deal with and so my question is, you know, when you when you hear that, how do you go to someplace else, right? You, I mean, this is someone right there in the trenches. Mm. And I went and I'm mm-hmm. trying to find the, the passage where it talks about that, you know, you have to take care of yourself. And then you could, t- it's one of Einstein's theories that you can't be in that same space as someone who's going mm. through it. So it doesn't negate what they're going through, but. Um, and I'm trying to right. find the one that you, you know, Einstein said that everything is energy. And if you when one matched, nope, that's not the one I wanted. <laughs> it's the one that he says you can't. That's always the I one know. that kind of lands. Right. This is it here. Number yep. nine, Albert Einstein believed that, yep. quote, we can't solve a problem while we're in the same level of thinking that created it. And so even as I'm hearing the heart, I mean, the, the worst of the worst, Italy they they were in a really bad place and she was right there in the front lines and this girl is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet she's not you know and um and and so you know i can hear that and go into oh my god oh my god this is terrible or i can say i know i'm okay i need to get myself in the right mind of thinking for myself once right. i'm in that mind clear mind then you can go in and help others. And she, I, I'm not saying anything, is doing that. My daughter, who's a nurse, is the same thing. You need to be in the right frame of mind right. to be able right. to go in and, and actually make a difference and make a change. And that's right here in the book that we were talking about. And that's why these principles we used, and we talked right. about Trump, how he used it. But these principles can relate to what's going on right now. Right. And, and when, you know, and it's funny because you brought up even like more emotional sense of uh, the situation going on in Italy. And I just brought up like a quick connection and they said, this is, you know, it was more like they were in that thinking, this is what's occurring. We will be okay. Thank you for thinking of us. And it was a very clear like thinking. And, And yet, you know, you look at that and it's beautiful that you brought up that principle because that is what we discussed about what Donald mm-hmm. Trump, you know, we were saying in the energy situation of looking at it, what he was doing. And if you look at the press conferences, 
hugely he does that, bringing up a new way of thinking and when he's expressing, you know, the drugs and all the different things that, you know, sometimes you see, you know, then the, the backlash of the stories in the media and what is he doing and what is he throwing out and what is he saying? And again, you know, you know, I, I, you know, I realize I'm, I'm educated. People are educated. You don't have to be educated, but I realize they're taking out sound, sound bites. And I realized what often when the questions are asked, I think, you know, it's funny if I were sitting there, I would have a completely different question well, to ask. Why are they the same questions looking for the same sound bites? Like I would want the information rather than look for a sound bite that traps someone. And, and it's interesting because <laughs> staying above that, I mean, it's got to take a lot of energy. Staying in a different energy yes. than that to try to figure yep. out some solutions has to take a yep. different energy. And it's cool to look at the principles that we shared and and see that, you know, he's still doing so, that. He's still being consistent. First of all, I just, there's a couple of things I want to say, and then I know we're going to have to probably end and, and do another, go into the next podcast. But, you know, two things. Number one, when he's out there talking about these things, it, it just changes the energy of the fear. It really does. Because you mm -hmm. hear doom and gloom, mm -hmm. doom and gloom, horrible, terrible. And then you hear, even if these drugs aren't necessarily working, you just hear there's drugs out there. We're coming up with tests. We're doing, it just breaks up the fear and it breaks it up into chunks instead of this big, huge rock coming and falling on top of you. It breaks it into chunks. If you go and you mm -hmm. take that and you realize, okay, things are moving. It's 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 the it's like an it's like a stuck energy, but we're breaking it down, right? We're starting to break it down into chunks that we can right, start getting right. past this. Some people, of course, are going to hear that and go into this is all a hoax. None of this is real, and whatever. Or you're going to go in the space of you know, okay, let's be you know this is where it is. This is what we're doing. But there is change. There is movement. There is some movement. And I think that's what people want to know. There's movement. We're not stuck. It's not a big dark cloud. It's here. It's passing. Right. And so that's part of it. Right. And then the other part is that um, I can't remember what the second part is. So that's okay. So let me just interject a little bit because there's, there's a certain um, semblance of uncertainty. And if, if you get any of the vibration of this, if you just kind of listen differently, I mean, there's a comfort that's arisen in this uncertainty of what's projected. And this, I think this principle goes along really well, and I'm just going to shoot there because I can't not, into the first principle of the power of positive thinking. And so that will have to be and the what, next, we're going to have to, we're, we're going way over. So should we do a new one? Yeah, we can. Okay. Let me just finish my sentence was in the power of positive thinking. I mean, it's huge that you can just clearly hear, you know, him at times say, hold on, relax, you're not being positive or and who really says that? And that gives a sense of vibration of energy. Just looking at that and exactly what you said, it goes right into the belly of fear. And it says, wait a minute, there is positive possibility. And so we're going to continue along with the rest of the principles, go into part three and uh, share even more about the energy of the presidential press conferences and everything else going on.
Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon Authors pages for books and podcasts, along with our Donald Trump and Oprah books for this series. Find great music by New Threads on iTunes, Spotify, and on newthreads.us.